Hello everyone, and welcome to the Read em and Weep podcast. My name is Gabby, and this podcast is all about books and fandoms around books. Did you know that there's a term that describes the fear of running out of reading material? Yep, that's a bibliophobia. I've definitely got that. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast, and let's jump into the wonderful world of books! Hello everyone, and welcome to the Read em and Weep podcast. I'm Gabby, and I'm your host. I'm so excited to be here. We're going to be talking about the selection series today. I am beyond excited to be talking about this series because I have some feelings. We're going to be talking about the whole series, so uh, with that being said, I'm going to say spoiler warning if you haven't read these books. I'm And when I say all of them, I mean even the spinoff, so the um, Heir and the Crown. I think we're going to be talking about those, so if you haven't read these books, leave now and come back after you've read them. Or if you're okay with spoilers, welcome! <laughs> so we're going to be talking kind of like in depth about the series, my thoughts, and some of the things that happen in the books. I have some feelings, obviously, I said that earlier, but I think that a lot of people read this when they were at the like YA age. And I think if I had read this maybe years ago, I would have been more like understanding of the characters. I don't know. And when I say understanding, I think essentially um the way that some of the characters behave I did not like they're not like my favorite thing ever you know so I'm gonna get into all that stuff right now thank you for being here I'm so happy (laughs) um so the selection series is something that I've wanted to talk about for a while because it was optioned a couple I think like twice maybe three times they've been like talking about making it into a television series and as far as I know that is still going to happen but I don't think it's going to be happening like right now. Could it be in production right now? Possibly. I haven't heard but the last I heard is that we had a female um, woman of color as a director in the the uh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I think it's going to be on Netflix. I'm not certain. But she has taken over the production. Or like, whatever. <laughs> um, obviously, I don't know much about that. But I, I mean, there's not much information to go on. Anyways, to give you a little synopsis, if you haven't read them and you have no desire to read them, I consider the selection to be like a bachelor style book. I've read a couple of those lately and I have another podcast planned for one to watch um, by Katie something. I've forgotten her name already and I'm so sorry. Um, But one to watch is another like bachelor style book that's out there that I just recently read. But the selection is a dystopian YA sort of romance novel. It is surrounding this young girl named America, and she is a five. And the higher your number, the, like, more important you are. Similar to the Hunger Games, like, Katniss is in District 12. 12 is, like, nothing, and District 1 is obviously really important. So that's kind of how I think about it. They have these things called castes, 
and um like obviously america the world has like gone they had world war three and um they separated the people into castes to kind of maintain order i suppose (laughs) um so she's a five she's with her family per caste they have different um jobs that they have to do so for her they are like artists or singers and her name is america singer she's not a singer but she does um play music she's very musically talented i believe her dad is an artist and her sister is also an artist so she has a like artist family and um she has a brother who is also like a very successful artist who's kind of stepped away from the family so that's kind of a look into her life they have this thing called the selection they have a royal family maxon shreve and his um family maxon is the heir to the throne his father king something what's his name i forget as soon as i went to go look it up i remembered it king clarkson and queen amberly they are the family royal family and maxon has come of age and he is going to be uh hosting this thing called the selection that happens every time they have an heir to the throne who is looking for a queen or a, a king depending on whatever who's the heir of the throne i'm assuming that it's all men at this point um but yeah so king clarkson had his own selection and that's how he found queen amberly and so now it's maxon's turn and the selection is where they pull names it's supposed to be random but it's definitely not random we learn that later but they pull names from each different like province i think she's in gosh i forget i like (laughs) i reread these books super recently for the purpose of this podcast and here i am stumbling on everything see i should just trust myself but i don't um carolina i don't want to be wrong so she's from carolina or the carolinas i'm just gonna say carolina but the whole country is called Ilya because we have this guy um the Ilya family and they kind of like rebuilt the country sort of um and they have these like we'll get into that later but there's like journals of the process that they go through like everything before the war i don't know so she's in carolina and they they draw names from each place to pick a random girl that enters into the selection and they will be sent to the palace to compete for maxon's heart essentially and just like the bachelor um (laughs) they all like go through these process of like meeting him and dating the prince but what's different here is that i mean not different because the bachelor you like willingly enter right so for the selection you're you willingly enter but when you go your family gets some sort of benefit so your family can get paid and food um for you being a part of the selection and the longer you last the more money your family gets in addition to that um because america is a five say that she goes into the selection her case like moves up i think she's a three or something i don't know but anyways so america has a boo thing 
that she wants to marry but he wants her to enter into the selection because he wants her to have the best future ever boothang is named aspen and he is a six so um he's worried about bringing her down because when she marries him she's i think she's lower as a case and that looks bad she doesn't really care but he's insecure about it and her parents really 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 want her to um enter into the selection so her mom gives her this deal she says if you if you enter into the selection we will let you take your own gig so you can start working on your own instead of having to be like a part of the family entity and she's like okay and then in addition to that like she'll be able to start making her own money instead of giving all the money to the family so she can start saving for her future and that's like a big thing because she's like yes it'll be great for aspen and i like we can start saving money to get married and propose or whatever so um she is super like excited about that aspect but she's not excited about going to the selection and so obviously she goes and they find out that they have to take these photos and um she is actually in line with aspen's family they have uh, twin sisters and the twin sisters are going to be entering into the into the selection as well and she's talking with um aspen's family and uh, the mom talks about aspen's been saving money and she thinks that it's going to be like a proposal or like he's saving money for a girl and so america is super excited she's elated about that and she's not wearing makeup she's like totally not do like done up and she learns that they have to take photos but because she's so elated about hearing the news about aspen she just says that her face is like glowing and lit up so then when she goes and submits her application and takes her photo she's like radiating and then come to find out later aspen breaks up with her kind of to make it easier well yeah so i think what happens is uh, again i'm so sorry i need to be better <laughs> i i just reread this um so she finds out that she's selected to be part of the selection and she's shocked and then aspen breaks up with her and wants her to go obviously and she's not happy about it but she's gonna go but she's mad that aspen has broken up with her and as she's leaving to go to the palace um she sees aspen with another girl like she had fallen and he caught her but she sees him with another girl and she's like so mad like okay i'm ready to move on but before that what's something that i wanted to mention is um she starts having these meetings with people from the palace that are like grooming her to be ready so she has to start taking these like multivitamins and she has to sign a bunch of paperwork and the guy there that is talking with them says you need to be willing to say yes to maxin anytime whenever he like asks you and in america's mind she's like so virginity is a very important thing in this community you can't be not a virgin and so it made it seem like i mean not that you can't not be a virgin but if you're going to be eligible for the prince you have to be a virgin and um so the way that they had like put it was like you have to be willing to say yes to the prince to anything like even if he asks 
to deflower you, you know? And um, she's like, ew, gross. And so uh, we flash forward. She goes to the castle and her first night she hasn't met Maxon yet and she has this panic attack and freaks out and needs to go and you can't leave certain, like you can't leave the castle and she's like freaking out and sees the guards and they try and stop her and she's like, I need, I need air. I have to breathe. I can't breathe. And the prince comes out and sees this and says, let her go. So she runs out and they have this conversation and she's very mean to the prince and they have this like conversation and then the next morning she she realizes like that happened and I'm scared because I could go home right away and I actually like I need to be here I need the money for my family so she goes and meets the prince and he says like I did well that night before I'd appreciate if you didn't tell anyone that this happened so that like it seems like he hasn't met any of the girls yet so then they have this conversation and she kind of says like my heart is elsewhere but I'd love to be your friend and I can like help you pick out girls that I think would be really good and so they kind of have this like friendship contract where he's like I'll keep you around as long as I can and thank you for being honest with me but is there a way like we would ever be able to be something else and at that point she says no so um because she's still hung up on Aspen so the whole like the so here's the thing I like thick books I don't mind a thick book this selection series I get it because it's YA it's broken into three books for the first like part of the series that revolves around Maxin and America's story um but I would have read I would have preferred it be shoved into one book because like we end on the cliffhangers I get that I wasn't around like I wasn't in this series like into it when it was being released so I didn't have to wait for each book but I would have rather it been shoved into one book you know instead of me having to purchase three different books that's just one of my thoughts I don't know um but essentially the whole book goes over their journey there's some important things that I wanted to mention that happen like um uh like spoiler alert obviously I talked about in the beginning Maxon and America choose each other but the major thing is while we're going through this journey America annoys the crap out of me I love America don't get me wrong but she still annoys me so much because she's so indecisive it's like back and forth it's like I want Aspen I want Maxon I want Aspen I want Maxon and so we have this thing that happens in the first book um Aspen shows up as a part of the royal guard so he's there trying to like win America back and they have like you're committing treason against the prince if you have a relationship with someone outside of the prince like in the palace so she's risking her life like the the punishment for that is death so she's sneaking around with Aspen and then also realizing that she has feelings for Maxon. So she's like leading Maxon on and Aspen. And it's really weird. And it's very irritating because Maxon obviously treats her much better. Don't get me wrong. I love Aspen. But I like knew from the beginning Aspen was not the one for her. Wasn't who she was looking for. And Maxon immediately like treated her amazing. And so how do you say no constantly to someone who treats you so well like he told her from like damn near the beginning 
I will end this right now if only you say yes to me. And it could have been done. Obviously, it can't because it's a book and we got to, like, be, like, led on a little bit. But, like, honestly, she could have just picked him and said yes and all of their drama (laughs) would have been gone. And then we could have had some, like, really fun, cool adventures of, like, Maxin and America. But we didn't really get that. I mean, we did. Here's the other thing. Like, obviously, I read like more sexy books and so like the sexual tension in this was like kind of cute uh but sometimes I just like wanted them to like kiss or something a little bit more passionately outside of like I don't know I like some good pining after each other and here's the thing like I feel like Maxon deserved a lot he was a very he is a very great character and he was so so good to her but I think that he I don't want to say he deserved better because I think that him and America are are great and I love them but I think that the way that he was written like I wanted him to have his own POV on some of the things because like some of the things that he does is also confusing like America goes away for a funeral and he had decided to like end it and he was gonna like propose to America but in the meantime like he's also pursuing a relationship with someone else to keep her around I get it like having the backup like just in case because he doesn't know if America's gonna choose him but if you know America's the one I would have just been like like yeah baby you're mine (laughs) and and that's what I really really wanted my adult brain can't comprehend like comprehend some of the stuff that happens in this like YA book I don't know I just wanted them to talk like adults and I understand they're not adults so I can't expect that of them but I just really really wanted some of that maturity that I wasn't getting so yeah Um, some of my favorite things about this book, I'm gonna get into my thoughts, um, so to tell you really quickly, because I didn't really finish telling you what happened, I was very much so focused on the beginning, she enters the selection, she's, like, picked to be a part of the selection, Maxon is, like, clearly attracted to America very quickly, but America is someone who is, like, rebellious, not seen as someone who is fit for the crown, so, uh, Maxon's father is very abusive towards him and beats him, and, uh, um, a lot of it's America's fault because she pushes the limits, and I think that Queen Amberly likes that, that she challenges Maxon in a good way, but, I also think that some of those things, like, I I kind of, I don't know, Maxon took a lot of crap because of the things that America did, and he stood up for her in so many different ways, and that's a freaking man, um, and I'm very happy, but also, like, she did some pretty crappy things, (laughs) and I think that it was necessary, though, um, so... Maxon's obviously, again, attracted to America very quickly, and they begin to have their little romance, they go on dates, and they have this little cute signal, 
um a lot of people were comparing the recent season of the bachelorette a bachelor with matt james to um this book or these books because um abby talks to matt and says hey like it would be really cute if we had this like little signal if like i tug on my ear or something and i just let you know like we need some time to talk or like i'm still feeling the same way that you're feeling and i thought that was really cute because in the book in the selection books uh maxon and america have that signal where they tug on their ear and it means that they need to like see each other and so he would like come up to her room and they would spend a lot of time together afterwards and have all these like private moments together um so I really thought that was cute they developed this like really cute relationship and it's very up and down a lot of things happen we realize that um we have these uh bad guys they're rebels northern rebels and southern rebels I believe the southern rebels are the ones that are mean and evil and just out to kill and the northern rebels are not correct me if I'm wrong I don't remember but one of them are bad one of them are good and um they end up partnering with some of the rebels to help with uh, some progressions in the country so the they think that these people the Ilya people the line have like completely gone away but we find out that someone in the rebels is um i'm just gonna say northern rebels and the northern rebels is related directly to um the founder Ilya. i, I keep wanting to say george Ilya, but i really don't think it's that <laughs> um i'm trying to find it but i'm not finding it it's fine i'll just let that one go um so that person's directly related to the founder Ilya name and um come to find out america's father is also part of the northern rebels so um they have this they found these journals that are really really cool and the journals talk about this thing called halloween and we have halloween but they had halloween back in the day in their country and then it just completely went away when the case system started coming around and they dissolved a lot of those traditions and holidays they don't celebrate and um so they maxin proposes like how about we throw like a halloween party and we invite the families so i can meet your families and that'll be like a great way to to get to know everyone and and he has to further along this ceremony and this date and whatever and eliminate some of the girls at this point i think we're at like like maybe 10 girls and he has to eliminate and get it down to like six um there's chris and i'm gonna point out the ones that are like important to me chris celeste america um i'm those are like the ones oh uh marley oh i can't believe i almost forgot about marley marley is amazing marley's so important i'll talk more about marley but marley becomes um, america's best friend while she's there and um, at this halloween party they all dress up and have their costumes and they invite the families over and apparently maxin um asks america's father for permission to marry america and so that is really really cute and that's like a further of their relationship but the following party happens marley's been acting weird and she's been trying to talk to america about some things but every time america asks like marley kind of shuts down 
So she knows that something's going on, but she doesn't really question it. And Marley kind of talked to America like, I don't really think that Max is the one for me. Like, I want to be here for you, my friend, America. I love you so much, but I don't think that Max is my person. And um, I think I got to talk to him. So apparently, behind the scenes, she's been sneaking around with this guard. And the night of the Halloween party, they get caught together. And I mentioned this earlier. Having a relationship with anyone outside of the uh, outside of the prince is very, very bad. So they get caught. She has to be woken up early in the morning by her her maids. Oh, the the servants to her, like the maids or whatever, are very important too. I love them so much. Lucy's the most important. I love her. She's sweet. Um, Lucy's like the delicate little flower and I love her. But Lucy and her other two maids wake her up and they say like, we have to get you ready and I can't tell you what's going on, but you have to, you have to come now. So they get her ready and they go and sit and have to watch a public caning. Caning, I'm going to say caning, I don't know, canning. Um, but basically they take these whips and whip them I think like 10 times or something I don't remember but essentially they're getting whipped and Maxon talked to them beforehand and um he didn't want to kill them and he's a very generous kind ruler and so he had to do the caning because they got caught and he he couldn't hide it um so that's really hard So America has to watch her best friend and this guy that she's in love with get caned. And they cane Marley's hands. I don't remember what they caned for the boo thing, but the guard. um, I think it was his back. But they caned him and her and America's so angry she runs up and her her, her parents, her family are still there. Her little sister is still there and like the family, the royal family is making them watch that up close and personal. And so America runs and tries to get up to the stage and ends up um, getting hurt. I think someone, one of the guards like knocks her out or something. And her dad says that like in a letter, they can write letters back and forth. They have to leave. All the families are forced to leave and they don't get to say goodbye. And America's dad says, I was so proud of you that moment I saw you run up to the stage and try and stop that like I'm so proud of you and I knew that's how I could trust you so I mentioned the journals she told her dad about the journals and I think her dad sneaks into the room and reads the journals and her dad is a rebel he shares with the rebels that they have the journals and um that's kind of how they start their connection with the rebel family the good rebels and uh, that's important later at this point, America and Maxon, their relationship is, like, really bad because she's angry at him for the whole Marley thing and doesn't understand. And he says, like, please, like, I've given you all this time. You've asked me for nothing but time, and I've been generous and given it to you, and now you need to trust me. So, obviously, she's, like, leaning on Aspen, like, save me, save me. 
I want to be with you and not giving Maxon any time and that's where I get so annoyed <laughs> and um come to find out Maxon helped um keep Marley at the palace so he changes their names and he marries her and the guard they get married and they're living in the palace and they're working in the kitchen she's working in the kitchen I think um her husband's now in somewhere the fields or whatever but they have their own little place to live together and they're married and it's super cute and he helped them and he sneaks Marley in to see um America and it's so cute very great like reunion moment super cute and Maxon just goes above and beyond for America I love that I love that so much we want a boy who like does all these really nice things for you right (laughs) I was talking with someone the other day our standards are so low right now like someone just says oh my gosh he opened the car door for me he knows what a tampon is and knows that like knows to keep a tampon like that's our standards keep him if he knows what a tampon is no girl your standards need to be much higher than that this guy needs to be going above and beyond for you like prince maxon like what i don't understand how just because he knows what a tampon is is good enough for you i don't know he could be like a shit person and do like horrible things for you horrible things to you but you're like he knows what a tampon is keep him like no like honestly i saw this thing the other day i'm sorry i'm gonna go on like a tiny little rant i saw this thing the other day that said i don't understand how some men see this wonderful amazing woman and say wow she treats me so well she does everything for me she is so kind she's amazing let me destroy love for the rest of her life for her let me just destroy her like what the f honestly why is that something that goes through people's minds i don't think it goes through people's minds but it's relevant for me because I went through some rough relationship stuff but what the heck (laughs) honestly what the heck okay going back Maxine's amazing and I truly feel like I enjoyed a lot of the things that they go on so this leads to the next thing of them going to meet with like the rebels the rebels come in and they want to have a meeting with them and they have these people i think from spain they've been trying to get like win these people over for a very long time and um america meets them and they absolutely love her and one of the girls slips america her number and says like call me anytime and so um they have all these competitions like america has to learn about the culture the country and study history and all these different things and then they want them to put on these events and so they kind of like test them so they put on this event and for these these people to win them over obviously i said they like them and in the future they have this other event where they get to invite two important people to this meeting uh to this event and it's like a public event 
I don't really remember what it was, but the point is, like, you want to invite important people. So, America looks, and she goes and talks to Max, and she says, I have a, I have an idea, but you need to, like, hear me out. So, she wants to invite the future wife of the rebel leader, and wants to invite the woman from Spain, I believe, that slipped the number to her. And she wants to bring them together so that they can talk about how they can win this war. Uh, the people in Spain have the funds to help with providing like weapons and stuff because these southern rebels are attacking innocent people and hurting innocent people and trying to just like hurt the families of the um the selection and just hurt people in general they're trying to threaten them to stop the selection process right but also let me mention that like all the time they are getting some sort of attack and they have like safe rooms in the castle but they're attacked like so many times where the rebels get into the palace and are attacking them and like throwing giant rocks through the windows and the doors and everything and like people are getting hurt and killed by these rebels and they're still living in the palace and their lives are threatened like every single day and america's there because she's like i'm not going to be the person that goes down because of these people who are crappy and um max's dad queen queen (laughs) king clarkson is trying to push him to like end the selection really quickly and his father's had a hand in the selection from the beginning the get-go like hey i want you to basically pick the most like the person who has the most power and say chris is the second person that uh, maxon has been keeping around because he has this connection with her in king clarkson's eyes chris has a lot of power we find out that chris has been placed there by the rebels but the rebels also like america because they think that she um is someone who won't take crap from anyone which is true (laughs) she doesn't and i love that so much um but um all these other things happen i'm kind of like rambling now but i think that this whole story has some importance because at the very end um america gets caught with aspen and Maxon's like you know what I'm done I'm done I'm picking Chris you can GTFO I'm done and then the rebels attack the northern rebels attack that morning and she's like so heartbroken because she was choosing she was having a conversation with Aspen saying goodbye and choosing Maxon she's like I love you and I will always love you and she was like ready and she's heartbroken and they have the northern rebels attack and the rebels come in and see max and and chris like huddled up together and then the guy looks over to america and sees max and like looking over to america and so he turns the gun onto america and max and runs and takes a bullet for america how freaking sweet (laughs) Uh, i wouldn't expect someone to take a bullet for me but he takes the bullet and then he like tells her like break my heart 
it was only ever yours to break. Like, break it a million times, please. And I choose you. And, like, if you, if we survive this, like, I choose you. And she's like, we need to go. We need to go. We need to go. And he looks, like, Maxine looks over to Aspen and says, like, get her out now. So they get her out and she's, like, kicking and screaming because she wants Maxine to be okay. They have their last attack. And then they realize that, like, someone comes and finds her. She's fine. And um, Aspen's okay. It's, like, the most, like, epic battle. Aspen's okay. Everyone's okay the except uh celeste gets shot in the head i think that was very traumatizing for me because i loved celeste um the king and the queen both die and so maxon immediately like ascends to the throne and she gets out of her like little safe room and they say like come he's been waiting for you and she walks in and sees Maxon sitting in bed like with his arm like bandaged up and he has people around him like trying to do paperwork and he like sees her and like shoes everyone away and like I think she climbs into bed and talks with him and he gives her a ring and says like I've had this forever and it's their birthstones together like the ring is their birthstones which is so adorable he got it while he was on a trip got it for her and i think that's so cute and that's like the perfect end of their story they they survive he's the king now his crappy father is gone i feel bad because queen amberly was great kind of complacent oops i have a quiz that i need to not a quiz i have an exam that i have today so i set an alarm to remind myself that um i can't i have to be on at a certain point so excuse me i'm recording this during my free time (laughs) Uh, right before the exam so um very last thing we have the happy ending and i'm not gonna do the whole what happens in the next two books thing because it's not worth my time but i really liked their story and i feel like even though america had her flaws like i i did really really enjoy the series that being said we jump into the next two books which revolves around america and maxine's daughter i believe they have three kids um i didn't mention america's father passes away he has this like heart condition and he passes away and so in adulthood america is worried about her health as well with this like heart condition so um i think they have their kids and the daughter their oldest daughter edelin shreve whatever edelin i don't know why some of these names man it's weird anyways (laughs) edelin is absolute crap (laughs) she is so mean she's so mean she's so bossy she's so entitled from america who came from like nothing coming into the palace and teaching america not america teaching maxon so much about what it was to be poor and to like be afraid that you're not gonna eat that night and like what it was to truly be poor they have this daughter who is like this spoiled brat and we have to read two books about her story and like i don't want to like her because she's a brat and she's mean to everyone 
she acts like she's better than everyone and like why do I need to know my subjects because all they are gonna do is serve me anyways and I just like had a really hard time getting into those books obviously I finished it story threw me for a loop and at the very end they did they so at the very end of Maxon and America's story they dissolve the case and in this these two books they've dissolved the case it's not going very well because um people are angry that they're all on the same playing field now but they what did they do they dissolve like the monarchy at the very end of um Edelin decides to like dissolve the monarchy at the end of her book her second book and like great but (laughs) you're not even you're not even like I don't know uh wait yes okay so I think that Edelin has a twin brother I'm like I did not read so I did not reread the second two because I couldn't I could not subject myself to doing that again for the podcast so I apologize but um she has a twin brother twin brother falls in love with um one of the the people in Spain's like daughters I think and runs away to get engaged or married to her and leaves Edelin on her own and that's interesting is it a twin or is it just a brother an older brother I don't remember and I don't really care enough because I'm not going to read those again and I'm sorry but yeah so something like that happens and um I just couldn't I couldn't I can't tell you so the selection series I rated the first two books like three stars it's not bad they're not like the best thing but the third book I really liked all the events in the third book so that's when Celeste like we really get the true Celeste and I love her so I rated that one four stars none of them are five star reads for me the Air and the Crown I think were both just three star reads for me because I didn't want I didn't honestly they probably could have been lower but I did really enjoy the little love story twist with Edelin and her boo so I I like that I'm a sucker for love but yeah that's like the only thing that redeemed it for me um I'm gonna finish this podcast with a good note um if you like The Bachelor here my thing is I'm an adult (laughs) so reading YA now here let let me put it this way I because I read the sexy books now I'm used to like that to further the plot and it's not just like pining and it's not just like little pecking kisses right so I really like the actual adult romance elements because that's what happens in life now like at my age um so reading YA and having like very much so less mature characters and none of that like really developed romance is hard for me to get through I'm just like bored unless there's a lot of like fantasy and like like stuff going on like Akatar. Akatar is still sexy though that's definitely not why that was an A for sure for sure for sure but yeah so I think if you like The Bachelor and you're good with YA this is a good series to get into if you're like a young adult listening to this and you haven't listened or you have uh, read these books, I want to know what you think. If you're YA and you 
if you're a young adult and you haven't read these, do you think you're going to give it a chance? I know I kind of rambled and didn't explain it in the best way, but I, that's not the point. That's not the point of this. (laughs) I'm not trying to do that. But yeah, so I think that it's worth the read. I did really enjoy it. Even though I rated it lower, I did really enjoy it. And it's one of those YA series that I'm like, I'm down for. I do love a good dystopian, like, romance thing. Obviously, I'm a sucker for Hunger Games and Twilight. I'm an OG Twilight fan. I love Twilight. So, yeah, I'm a Twi hard for sure. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. It's a little bit longer than some of the other ones that I've done. So enjoy the very rambly Gabby. But I hope you have a wonderful, it's Friday for me today. So thank the Lord for that. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. This is going to be posted on Tuesday. Uh, It's Friday the 12th right now. It's going to be posted on Tuesday the 16th. So um, it's not quite ready for the weekend, but I hope that you have a great weekend coming up. Super excited for the fact that March is coming soon. The closer to the 30th, the more excited I get, the 31st because we have another book release that I'm really, really looking forward to. So anyways, I love you lots. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And thank you so much for being here and listening. I've been Gabby, and this has been the Read em and Weep podcast. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Read em and Weep podcast. I am Gabby, I've been your host, and I thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Tune in next week for the next episode of Read em and Weep.